Hello, my name is Ed. I'm a radio presenter and a podcaster, and I've been asked by WWU to host this series focusing on the cost of living crisis. So, a staggering 91% of adults have reported an increase in their living costs compared with a year ago, with almost three quarters saying that costs have become more expensive just in the last month alone. These figures are according to the Office for National Statistics, which canvassed public opinion of nearly 5,000 households in the UK over the last month. The battle to make ends meet is not going to go away anytime soon. Inflation is at an almost 40-year high, and the Bank of England predicts it's going to go even higher, pushing up the prices of essential goods like food and energy for everybody. So the big question is, what can we do to help ourselves and help each other get through some pretty choppy financial waters? We can't change the situation, but we can look at some real ways to save money, support people around us, and get through this together. So, I've invited some WWU colleagues to join me on the podcast to help explain all the practical help and support that the company can offer. Now, working for Wales and West Utilities means that you already have access to a whole host of money-saving benefits. There is health and life cover, as well as salary finance and mortgage schemes, right through to easy ways to save and invest. Hopefully, all of that will bring some peace of mind at a difficult time like we're experiencing. By the way, you can find all this info in WWU's helpful cost of living document, which contains all the resources and the support that's available to you. Head to Pipeline to have a read. So we're looking for ways to spend and save our money more wisely. And our first guest, Jane Harrison, is here to help. Jane, please introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about what you do. I'm Jane Harrison. I'm the HR Delivery Manager for Wales and West Utilities, and I support all the operational and managers across the business with regards to anything to do with people. Fantastic. Thanks very much. Um, let's talk cost of living crisis. Have you personally felt the effect of the cost of living rise? Of course, yeah. Unfortunately, the cost of living rise, it's not uh, selective. It's impacting every single person in some shape or form to go to the supermarket, to fill up your car, just to heat your house, which we're all going to be heading to in the winter period. A lot of things will be impacting on people regards to savings plans and what pensions they want to pay into and so forth. So it, it impacts everything, not just today either. It's really hard to think about the future, isn't it? It's really hard to think about savings and pensions and so on when just getting through day to day is so hard. Totally agree. Yeah. Like you said, if your shopping bill's gone up an extra 20, 30 quid every single week, then your insurance is in the house and, you know, the running of the car, you know, it's an extra 100, 200 pounds on a monthly basis that people weren't planning for. OK, let, let's talk about some of the financial benefits available to WWU colleagues. Tell us about supermarket vouchers, for instance. Well, I live across the road from uh, at the supermarket and this particular chain I go to all the time because it is across the road from me. I probably spend 50, 60 quid a week in there, whatever it is that we, we budget for. I could actually buy vouchers and actually save five or six percent on those vouchers. And when you add that up over the year, that five percent each week might equate to what might be some of the fuel increases, equivalents and so forth. We all have uh, family commitments and everybody knows that we're coming towards Christmas. The kids normally get their little books out all this day and ages on an iPad and they start shopping and what they want on their wish lists. You might be able to obtain a discount voucher code to purchase that said item. So that's something that I think everybody should be utilising, which would be nice to see, actually, because it's there, but not everybody taps into it. And it really could make a difference. 
Jane, can you tell us more about some of the money management support that's available? In the summer this year, so June, I think it was, we actually launched our financial wellbeing programme. This is communicated out to all of our employees. It's available to everyone. It was very useful. I attended it myself. I've downloaded a couple of little helpful apps that they gave you as a guide just to put everything together. Anything that you you pay in and out of on a month-to-month basis, you can put it all and condense into one location to see what your spending is. And then it can actually give you tips and hints to make better savings or better sort of suggestions for the future. They also gave you template details regards to if you want to write off to savings or pensions to perhaps uh, put them together in one pot. Again, myself, I found that very useful because I have like probably many people have worked in different companies over the years during your working life and I haven't got a clue where they are. A couple of the other things, obviously, part of the pension saving plan that we reviewed earlier this year was to obviously look at what we contribute as a business as well. So if we're going to have to cut our own personal pot of money, it's nice to know that Wales and West have actually increased theirs. So for example, if I pay in 5%, Wales and West were now paying up to 10%. So that's 15%. Whereas if I was paying 15% before this new program rolled out as a collective contribution, that was probably going to be on the lines of they paid seven and I would pay the rest which means now I can actually lower my contribution to give me some money back in my pot because they've actually compensated the other side of it for me as well. Thank you very much indeed, Jane. If you'd like to find out more about financial wellbeing, you can access this via Choices or you can email HR for more information. Now, it can be really hard just to find ways to enjoy everyday life in a financial crisis like this, but hopefully we've got some ways of making that a little bit easier. I'm hoping Julie is going to talk us through some of them. Hello, Julie. Thank you for coming on the podcast. Please tell us a little bit about what you do. Yeah, I'm Julie Spicer. I'm performance manager within business services. And I've got a team of people looking after customer satisfaction and customer service for RepEx work. So these podcasts are about the cost of living crisis. Have you personally felt the effect of the cost of living rise? I know how much I used to spend on a loaf of bread in Asda. I know how much you used to spend on pasta in Asda. You were still buying the same loaf of bread, which used to cost 60 pence. It now costs 80. The same milk that was 105, it's now 139 or whatever the number is. And similarly, the same for pasta. My little six-year-old, firm favourite, he'd eat that every day with grated cheese if you'd let him. And it was, you know, 45 pence and it's now 79 pence a packet. That's just insane. Okay, let's talk about the Choices Benefits Programme. There's great ways of saving money on there. Uh, Things like restaurant discount cards. Do you use them? I definitely have not managed to use the restaurant cards that we offer with two for ones or 25% offs. And that's, that's mostly because I've got young children and so it doesn't become the most pleasant experience. You sound a little bit like once your kids are a little bit older, you would be keen to use the money off vouchers in restaurants, etc., very much so. You know, it's just um, at the moment, you know, our six-year-old is is very lively. Yeah, I bet there's uh, lots of us who sympathise with kids ruining fancy meals out. So uh, what offers do you personally find most useful? The benefit that I found the most beneficial to me is the healthcare cashback scheme. There are five different levels of benefit. I've gone for the highest level. So mine is for me and the children. And we go to the chiropractor every month. My monthly deduction from my salary is £32, I think. So essentially pay £32 and then claim back 
£40 for myself, £15 for each of the children, £18 for my contact lenses, and then benefit also as well around the dentist and hygienist. That's what you found most helpful. What else is available in under that Choices of Benefits umbrella? One of the other benefits that I use is the childcare vouchers. So again, I get £124 worth of vouchers and I save the tax and NI on those. So that's another huge benefit to me in my stage of life. Um, and then there obviously are the gym memberships for those that want them, um, phone SIM cards through three. And another one which is really not very well known at all is under the new retirement savings plan, you don't now need to divert all the money through to your pension. You can actually track some of that back and use it for ISAs or to overpay your mortgage. And whilst I wouldn't discourage anybody from saving for a pension, actually, if you need the money now, then potentially diverting some of that money into your mortgage for a couple of years whilst we're perhaps going through this cost of living crisis and really struggling with you know, the way the economy is, then perhaps that would be a good option for people as well. Thank you very much, Julie. Now, we're all going to be affected by the cost of living crisis in one way or another. Some people may find it harder to deal with than others, and some people may not feel comfortable talking about it at all. But whatever the situation, we can still look out for one another. And here to talk about that and a bit more is Sam Crowley. Hello, Sam. Please tell everybody who you are and what you do. So I'm Samantha Crowley. I work in occupational health. So my main role is the health surveillance side. So medical assessments, obviously I have a sort of hand in with the mental health side and the, the well-being side as well. Okay, so now obviously the cost of living crisis has the potential to really affect the mental well-being of anyone and everyone. Let's talk for a moment about well-being champions. What do they do? What exactly does that mean, well-being champion? Okay, so wellbeing champions are people that we have asked from around the business just to be available for support, general chats, signposting, and just being available just to listen to people's concerns and if needs be, just direct them in you know other avenues for further support. So Sam, tell us about mental health first aiders. Yeah, so they they have sort of like a similar role in terms of the wellbeing champions, but it's a bit more training like how can I support somebody if they're in a crisis they're also available again across the patch different selection of people they range as well from managers all the way up and down so yeah the mental health status are there they can also do that signposting they can be that first contact and that point of support as well so what about the EAP what is the EAP what does it mean how do you access it what's available from it yes so the EAP the employee assistance program it's a support service that is completely confidential um, and it's available 24-7 for uh, colleagues. It just offers support and it's really underused, to be honest, but it's people that you can just go to, you can pick up the phone, it's a free phone number, the range of support that they offer. It doesn't only have to be, you know, mental health well-being. There's financial advice, legal advice. There's so many different avenues of support available on there. I think it's really, really underestimated. Do you think people are worried that private information will get back to Wales and West? We get no information back from them other than just a stat. At the end of the year, sort of like 10% of your workforce have used us. It doesn't even go into sort of like which advice and things that have been um, called on. So, you know, my advice is just it's there. It's successful for people to sort of turn to when, when they need to. 
Thanks. So it's completely confidential. How do people get in touch? How do they go about get, using the EAP? So there's a free phone number that you can phone at any time of the day. You can also log in through the internet. Have you got the number there? Can I get you to read it? Yeah. 0800 083 Thanks, Sam. That's brilliant. The cost of living crisis, it's got... It's got the capacity, hasn't it, to to slightly overwhelm you from an anxiety point of view. Like, we're all worried about it. We don't know what's next. How do we all stay calm and on top of it from a mental health perspective? So obviously we're all different and we all have different stresses. And so I think just being open-minded, your situation could be completely different to the next person's. So recognising that that is the case, first of all. And then obviously going out there and looking for that support, whether it's a colleague that you can turn to or whether it's one of the wellbeing champions. I mean, occupational health as well. They're always available. There is help out there. Thank you very much, Sam. Um, WWU colleagues have access to lots of partners, including Mind for mental health support, uh, Citizens Advice for legal and debt and housing and other issues, and Samaritans as well. And don't forget, WWU have pulled together a helpful document all around the cost of living crisis. In this, you can find out more about all the resources we've mentioned and the support available, as well as the money-saving benefits and further info and support available through external partnerships. Head to Pipeline and have a read. In our next Cost of Living podcast, we're going to be talking about how we're helping our customers through these difficult times, particularly as we head into a challenging winter. Please do tune in to find out a little bit more about the support that we're offering, working in partnership with lots of organisations to help you make a positive difference in our communities. Thank you very much for listening. See you next time.